You are now listening to the Moon Child. Yeah, vibe with me for a second. Boom. What y'all know about this? What y'all know about the gap band? You know what I'm on, vibe with me. I've been gone for a minute. Last time I recorded was May 6th. It's now May 28th. And it's been an interesting three weeks, you know. Um, I was able to finish finals. Very stressful. Very fucking stressful. But things started going more downhill for myself mentally after that just all the uncertainty got to me you know right now we're all uncertain on what's gonna happen for our lives right you know if you set you know 16 through 24 right now you're trying to make moves on how you're gonna start your next career or what you want to do and right now this is fucking up all of that and it was getting to me because I didn't know I don't know what's gonna be like for the next school semester. I don't know where I'm necessarily gonna even be living. As cause I'm moving from my home right here in San Leandro or if I'm gonna go back to SAC due to online classes or in or what classes, you know. So a lot of uncertainty where I'm gonna work. I was working on campus. Will I be able to work on campus? Who knows? So yeah, it's just that started wearing down on me and overthinking that as well I started eating more started going crazy on Oreos man started going crazy on Oreos binge watching just playing the game so it's a little tough rough I was in a little rough patch and got even worse my mom cut off my fucking hair and she didn't cut off my hair but she was the reason why I cut off my hair I love my mom love my mom to death but I've been with her, you know, a lot up in, up in quarantine. And she's always giving me shit for how long my hair is, how she needs to trim it. I was telling my mom, no, you're not going to trim it. I'm not going to let you fucking trim it. Um, of course, I didn't tell her that. But, like, you know, I'm like, no, mom, I don't want you to trim it. And I let her trim it. I just fucking let her trim it for some reason. And, you know, I'm just thinking she's going to trim a little bit off. Now, at this time, I haven't got a haircut like in six weeks, and I see myself getting fat and all that, so I'm not feeling good about myself. So, um, she trimmed it, and she just trimmed so much of it. It's be I, Because the side of my hair, my quote-unquote fade, wasn't fade no more. It grew an inch or two, so I had curls on the side of my hair already growing. And then when she trimmed it down, it was just a look I was not fucking with. Not fucking with. So I like that was like that put me in a deeper hole. I'm like, fuck. You know now, oh my I've grown out my hair for this fucking long and I was looking like this, like man I was getting hella mad, man. I was just like fuck, like fuck am I doing? And so I um got some time to just recollect myself from that. <laughs> this whole the whole situation to live in, my hair and Fuck, like you know, hair is our only fuck is hair is only guys 
fucking, you know, thing we got to worry about. If that's fucked up, you're fucked up sometimes, you know. This was like equivalent for my hairline being pushed back with having my long hair. So then I got over it. Just got over it. And luckily my boy Jordan picked me up and we went to see my boy J-Bo. Shout out J-Bo. Chopped it all off. Just chopped it all off. And I didn't even know he cut hair, but pretty good at it. As he was cutting my other friends. We're just chilling, getting haircuts. And chopped it all off. So now my hair is all off. Now there's two there's a good thing and a bad thing with my hair being all off. Now the good thing is you know, I look more professional, I look older, and I got a fresh new look. So I'm, you know, feeling a little bit better about myself. Just fresh new look, fresh new start. Um, but the bad thing is, is I'm getting waves. So, um, with me getting waves, I'm going to be dipping. And not a lot of people is going to be happy with the way I'm dipping. Because I'm just, I have all this time in quarantine to brush. And, you know, I just, I'm just going to be the you know, the king of waves again. I'm going to have to just, they're going to be mad. They're like, how are you going to have curly hair, long hair, just go down and start having waves like that? Because I can do that. So it's going to make a lot of people mad when I get my waves. You know, all the other wavers out there, they're going to be upset of how much I'm dipping. But that's just the reality. You just got to deal with that. So I cut it a week ago. Um, and as I got that fresh new look, uh, by the way, I got ripples already, so... I'm pretty much already by two months i'm gonna it's gonna be a problem but <laughs> but um when i got that haircut i came back from the haircut first thing i want to do is start my routine i was like fuck really new look new me like cut the hair cut the bullshit type shit you know what i'm saying so um now for these past it's been a week now for real seven days now i go on a run around my block is when i wake up I have to wake up even earlier now, by the way. It's been fucking hot as shit. It's been hella hot. Um, but I wake up, go run around my block, about like five, six blocks. It's like a mile. I run the whole, it's like a little drive area. Um, but run that, and then if I'm usually four or five times, not every day because it's so hot, um, I go on my bike rides. And like I said, bike ride is just a, a great escape. And it's just only good for your body. So I've been building myself routines. I chilled on the stacks. I said no to the Oreos. Oreos, you're not taking me over no more. And um, yeah, so as far as the working down and the the work, you know, the running and going the bike ride thing, you know. So I get home, take the shower, and I unwind for the rest of the day. Either watch my shows or just play the play, play PlayStation. So, but the thing is, when I'm playing my PlayStation or if I'm watching the show. Unless I'm before, unless I'm like going to sleep when I'm watching the show, but between um, after every game, so this is for all my gamers out there. Actually, after every game, I do twenty push-ups. So I play sports games, work with any type of game you play. You know, like after my career game or a park game, hit twenty push-ups. If you play Call of Duty after team deathmatch, after you went ten and eleven with a point ninety one ratio and got that loss and lost seventy nine to sixty seven sixty seven. And you didn't carry your load on the team. Take all that rage and while you're not good on Call of Duty, aka Dorian, and just do 20 push-ups. So just hit 20 push-ups after every game. Or if you're playing a game like Skyrim or something, after every checkpoint, hit 20 push-ups. You feel a little bit more productive, and you can tune to your mind. Things I've been watching. Um, I started anime. 
and I've been watching Naruto. So I'm treating this the way like I can. I'm watching Naruto because I'm treating this as my, as my reading. Because I don't, I don't watch it in English. Put it in Japanese, and read the subtitles. Just read the subtitles, and shit. I have to be focused because it's a great storyline. I don't want to miss nothing, so I'm just focused reading the subtitles. So that's my um, way of reading. If you want to, if, if you don't want to read, and you feel like you need to read. Watch things in a different language and read the subtitles and may try to catch on to the language as you go. That's my tip on that. So, yeah, that's pretty much what leads me into this episode. And leading me to this episode, my boy Richard was like, yo, where the episode's at? Not gonna lie, I felt kind of cool that he said that. I was like, oh shit, I need to get on my shit. He's listening to my episodes. I gotta put something out. I was, But then I was like, I was like, but give it some time. Give it some time. I'm going to put an episode out. But then I was like, nah, fuck that. I'll put an episode tonight. So that brings me here. And the things I want to talk about, man, is I want to get into my sports. But I'll say that for the end. Sports is at the end. All right. I like to keep the sports at the end. That way, if you want to come in here and listen to sports, you can go to the end. Or if you don't, you just... If you don't like listening to sports, you're not really interested in sports, you can just stop the video or you can stop listening when I get to the sports. So I think I think it works out. Make it work. So things I want to get into, you know, I want to get into um, the whole reflection about quarantine, really like that again. And I'm, I'm at a different mindset with that. And I also want to get into and get some things off my chest about good old America. So. George Floyd, that's the name. Unarmed black man. Murdered. Not shot, murdered. I think that's the thing that kills me the most. He, 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 he wasn't, and the fact that we have to be so immune to this. And the fact that he was murdered, you know, bare armed. With other cops watching. Out of hate. Why is he able to do that? Now, yeah, it's like, okay, when we, now I've been, well, let me get into this. Well, I was in, started paying attention to things politically since I was in 10th grade, since I got into social justice. And I remember a lot of people not being ready for conversations like this, especially at that time, as it grows more and more. Especially, like, you know, I'm talking about 2015. You know, people really was trying to get away from this conversation. Well, at this time, people are sick of it. People are sick of it. Might be a little uncomfortable on your social media platform right now. Hey, if you're feeling uncomfortable, it could be a good thing or a bad thing, however you're taking it. If you feel like you need to focus on it more, like you need to be more aware of it, that's a good thing. Only thing we can control from this is to spread the word. Um, because the way racism started is by was basically by spreading the word. You know, it's passed down. It's an idea. It's not real. It's an idea. It's just not real. It's all an idea. So, unless we change that idea and implement these different ways of thinking of people and us as human beings, technically all as American citizens, but who really feels proud to call themselves an American anymore or ever, we won't move forward. Now, if you're not saying anything because you can't control it, then you're part of the problem. 
the part the thing is you gotta you gotta spark the conversation and i'm glad to see people spark the conversation because it's a lot of this confusion and we're, we're sick of it this doesn't happen in any other country like it does here because look racism is a world issue it's racism in europe it's racism in asia racism in africa that's always gonna happen but as far as law enforcement killing people that's another level killing murder and it's like what is necessary what, what was really the justice for it Now, if you're putting yourself in the family's shoes, family of George Floyd's shoes, what are you thinking? What, do you want a death penalty? Now, think about that. Would you really want a death penalty on somebody? That's a hard question to answer because you're not a murderer. So, but then at the end of the day, murder him, death penalty for him or not, you still don't get that life back. And honestly, with the riots going on, the only thing I hope is just people don't get hurt. I hope the police treats those people like the way they treated those people that was protesting for supercuts not being open, for them not to be working out. If they get to protest about that, a fucking, where they're going against the law, where they're literally supposed to be inside their house... And they don't get touched. They don't get put back in their place. But when people want to come out and riot for something that we've been talking about for years. Colin Kaepernick need about it. Y'all didn't like him because he wasn't respecting the country. What is there to fucking respect for in this country though? So. You got to expect it. It's. Only way that you can get get it out there. Because making, at this point, making harmless, set, talking about it is obviously not doing anything. To get nobody's, they're not going to listen. They're not listening to me right now. They're not. Now, there's also other things like, oh, well, you know, it's never going to change. Maybe racism is never going to go away. But is it wrong to think that it, we can hopefully move forward from it, get past it? Is it wrong to think that and believe that? Nah. It's always good to have try to make the change. What good of it is just letting it happen? So, we're in the middle of some shit right now. We're in the middle of some deep shit right now. So, there's gonna be a lot of things coming. It's gonna probably it's gonna get wild on the streets. So I really suggest everybody be careful. Um, as far as when it comes to protesting riots, you know that's it's your decision. You know you're not any less or any more of doing it. You, but there's many ways you can try to contribute to try to make that change. Staying silent is not one of it. So if you stay silent, basically being part of the problem. So. Uh, just spark that conversation. Spark that conversation. Think about it. Do some research. You know? Let's not ignore this. 
all right it's very important so that's what i want to speak on that man it's actually also like hold on let me get another thing again and also as well as the black lives matter movement now if anybody don't understand that black lives matter is not a movement where they they want black lives matter more you know the sad thing is people look at it as like they're trying to take power over them. Who take power? What? What what power? Never get that. They just want to treat be treated equally. It's really Black Lives Matter also. You know, you say you have people want to throw all people that want to throw all lives matter look at it as like a threat. No, they want to be treated as human beings. It's two different things. So, you know, if you're Thinking all lives matter, or if you see somebody like all lives matter, you gotta make them understand selfish. Selfish thinking all if you're saying all lives matter to Black Lives Matter movement. Cause it's a whole different thing with what they're trying to achieve, and that's equality at the end of the day. So Yeah man, this it's tough and it's 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 sad to see really sad and sad how we're immune to it no matter how much we say like we're really starting to get more and more immune to this and it's, we're sick of it really sick of it so we there's no really going around this problem because we're all inside all in our phones you know you can't just ignore this you can't you can't just ignore it right now so that's going to that. As far as me, I can't around a lot of people as my dad is in high critical risk for coronavirus because he has congestive heart failure and have not a good immune system. Talk about quarantine. I was like talking about before I've been doing this past three three weeks. Let's get a full reflection about we're about to be approaching three months, three months, y'all, of this lifestyle. I was watching a YouTube video that my friend Shia Larissa sent me. I was talking about how like how we'll be talking to our grandchildren. It was hella funny. He was it was like a granddad telling his his, his grandson like he was like, Oh, it's the it's the this the, he was like this the, this is where I met your grandmother at. TikTok twenty twenty. And then they start playing with savage and shit. Like it was it was funny but like fuck. I mean, you really think what we got through this, this, this time, we really, <laughs> like, man, like with the deaths going on and different things going on, world, my man, Bernie, like, there's a lot of fucked up shit right now, but we're living through it, we're dealing with it, and it's crazy how much of a reality it's became on us this past two months. Um, just being inside so much where it's times where, you know, I know everybody like there's times where you almost go a day without fucking brushing your teeth or washing your face. Like, holy shit. You know what I'm saying? We're inside that much. We really have to like adjust our life. Like there's nothing open other than essential stores. So to get through this. And having to adjust to it, adjusting to it, I feel like I'm at that point where I'm like adjusted to it. But like, 
we're gonna be looking at back at this like man <laughs> everything we've seen been through and who knows how much longer it's gonna go it's getting real hot outside it's getting real hot outside i don't know how much longer these people's gonna stay inside but it's getting a lot hotter and <laughs> I, it's just it, it, it it's crazy to me every time that we've been inside for fucking almost three months like this so what, what, what gets me thinking is like how's the culture going to be after though are we going to shake hands again are we going to give high fives are we going to live life as human beings again or are we going to always be worried about being social distanced and you know all social distancing and the mass like are we ever going to get past that it's going to be a different culture but we're in for a ride people we're in for a ride. Another thing that's been, I feel like, been helpful for me during this time. So I got a lot of time to reflect. I hope you had a lot of time to reflect also. Reflecting is probably one of my main skills. Always reflecting on life. Sometimes too much. But that's just the type of person I am. Always thinking about it. Only child, man. You get too much time to think about shit. You know? So... As far as I'm reflecting and what I'm reflecting on, I really learned how to just be able to, well, not learn, but I was able to finally just able to take my time. Since things are not, it's moving fast, but it's moving very slow at the same time, like day by day. And starting to just take things slower and take my time with things and starting to get that real time with myself, actually. And I'm really cherishing this time as fellow cancers, you know, not be able to have to talk to nobody and put in social situations all the time. And you just getting that time to yourself and just chill. No, I, I like it. I, 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 there's times where I really like it. <laughs> there's really times where I'm like, well, I can just get away from everything. You know, right now we're away from everything sometimes. Because it's just things you can't control. Whether it's your work, you can't work right now. I hope you guys are getting that unemployment. I really suggest people to get on that. Um, that's what lightened my mood up a little bit. Luckily, I'm getting unemployment. I'm able to help my mom, help my mom out as she's getting unemployment as well. But um, yeah, things, time, the world has stopped right now. So take that time to really focus on yourself. Everything I'm doing, just taking my time, whether I'm folding clothes, towels, anything so that's pretty much how my quarantine been going and now that i feel like there's better things to look forward to now that i'm getting into my sports great news that's going on in europe so for my you know a lot of y'all non-soccer fans but i'm into soccer and the italian league the spanish league and the england league is coming back and the german league is going on right now all you need to know, those are the big four leagues. Well, it's really big five leagues, but the French league is not that competitive. They just have PSG. And they can't, and they're actually canceled. But Spain and Italy are opening up that, back their leagues. Now, if we do remember, Spain and Italy was in the worst state of coronavirus. But they find a way. They find a way to get it resolved. They find a way to tone things out. Maybe you should take some notes, America. But 
we already know we're just we're just idiots we're just idiots we got we got idiot we got an idiot in the office but anyways back to the soccer they're opening up mid-june so that's good news for nba but let me um talk about my background in soccer it's like oh how do you like soccer and shit like that look this is a sport that is slept on in this country and it's a world sport everybody plays this fucking game it's easy. You just need a ball. It's been around for years. It's the most popular game in the world. World Cup has 7 million more viewers than what the Super Bowl gets. So, it's the most popular sport in the world. And I know it's not an American thing, but look. It's, I would say this, a soccer experience. I hope to go to a game in Europe one day. That's probably an even different experience I know. But there's no other sport where you can watch. With no commercials. There's literally 45 straight minutes of action. Then a commercial. Because of halftime. For 15 minutes. And then. You got another 45 minutes. Straight action. If you know what's going on in the sport. Straight action going on. You know. Sometimes it can be slow. Sometimes it can be fast. But sometimes there's intense ass games. Where there's two legs and all that. Or big. You know. Big match. Big intense games. Like when it be them elimination games. Those be intense. And I started watching it, I started getting introduced to soccer mainly in 2010 when it was the World Cup and Shakira was doing the main songs and everything. That shit was going crazy. What a time to be alive. 2010, man. Woo, that was 10 years ago. Man, that's crazy. But start with that, my uncle, I got me a Vuvuzela and the World Cup was in South Africa. I just love the vibe and I love the atmosphere of the games while watching on TV like these you know, everybody together and they're constantly loud and into the game. It's like a col it's literally like a college atmosphere, but like it's it's always like that. It's like a college atmosphere, but like for football games in the northwest in the northeast, but for soccer it's always like that. And in South America it's even crazier in Argentina and Brazil. But um so that World Cup went by. Then the two thousand fourteen World Cup, because it's every four years came and I really got into that because I'm 14 years old I remember it was the summer and I'm going into my freshman year and I was watching the World Cup it was um I was keeping along with that started like keeping up with the players because you know I'm a sports nerd started keeping up with the players and seeing where they play and I realized you know they have teams that they play for in different leagues so I started getting into the video game in FIFA and man you it, it, shoot one thing you can learn from FIFA I know that for sure is you'll know all the world flags i know that for a fact you'll know all the world flags but basically i started keeping up with like the first like a league because they would have the english league i was the most competitive league actually is the english league they started having it on tv and there's times i watch games and i became a, a liverpool fan like 2016 2017 started keeping up with more but not as well i had nobody to talk to so i keep it up but you know, there I really had no community around for soccer. You know, whether it's on social media or any of that, I never really had a community for that. And so I always kept along with it, played a game here and there. Um, but then when I got to college, oh man, my boy Shahil, Shahil was into soccer a little bit. But then our our neighbors in the dorms was hell into soccer also. So we're keeping up with the Champions League that season and all that. So I started really getting into the leagues. And the, the Champions League. So this is how the leagues work. Basically what you need to know. There's leagues all around Europe. Austrian League. Belgian League. 
um, Netherlands League, um, the Croatian League. Like, there's so many leagues. But the, the top five that you need to know is the French League, German League, Italian League, Spanish League, and the English League. And by worst to um, best, that's the order I listed in. So the Premier League is the best league, then it's the Spanish League. Spanish League is the one with Real Madrid, Barcelona, Premier League. The thing about them, they got like six power teams, you know. And then the Italian League got Juventus and Inter and um, Lazio and these teams. And then the German League got a whole bunch of teams. They got Bayern, but Bayern wins every year. But they have Dortmund, they have Schalke, they have Leipzig. They have all these teams as well. But um, basically... And you, you basically got like the top four teams in each, each league. They usually win it every year, but they get going at it. Because the thing is about soccer, you never know what's going to happen. That is a bit like it's, a, it's like it's a hard sport to stay consistent at. You never know if there's going to be a crazy tipping goal or like a crazy ricochet. Like you never know what's going to happen. And the way the leagues work, it goes by a total of around points. If you win, you play every team twice. And if you win, you get three points. If you lose, like, you know, if you win the whole match, you get three points. If you lose, you get zero. If you tie, because this is 90 minutes, no extra time. If you tie, it's one point. So the person that got, the team that got the most amount of points wins the league at the end of the season. And my favorite team, Liverpool, haven't won a championship in 30 years. And this season, they were godly. They won the Champions League last year, but I'll explain what the Champions League is in a second. They're in, but they're in their league. They haven't won the um, league in a while, and they were twenty-two points ahead of the whole of the second place team of the whole league, basically. And, you know, that's a lot of points. You know, you're only playing thirty-eight games, thirty-eight games, and there were basically four wins before two months before the season ended. But the season doesn't end. But you can win the league, and the season still continues. Cause that's how soccer works, and they are basically four wins away. And bam, the pandemic happened. And basically, you know, there was uncertainty if they're going to finish the season. So to see them finish the season, it's great. And um, now if I'm getting to the Champions League. So the Champions League, basically, depending on like the league, but usually the German, Italian, um, Spanish League, like the top four teams, top four teams of each league, but then the smaller ones like Austria, Belgium, it'll be like the top two of their leagues. Get into like this... Um, I want to say 32-team tournament. Yeah, 32-team tournament. And it's called the Champions League. And it's where the best teams from other countries just, like, you know, they, they go at it. Um, but what was funny is that there's a group stage. But past the group stage, is like a sweet 16. At, but it's called round of 16. My favorite, my two favorite teams, um, Liverpool as a team I was mentioning. But I also have a favorite Spanish team. See, as I was talking about the community... Coming in my freshman year, um, they're into soccer. But then when I, when my boy Pablo came from Spain, and my boy my boy Emil came from Germany, they Emil played prof, damn near like at a night at a pro amateur level, and you know they're big soccer fans. Soccer is their shit out there, like really fun. So getting the energy and getting the energy from them about the sport, like brought my love for the game to a whole nother level so pablo he's a big real madrid fan 
Real Madrid is like the Lakers. You know, they win the champion. They won the Champions League like three straight years in a row, 16, 17, 18. They don't win their league all the time because they're they are in the same league as Barcelona. But they're also in the same league as this team called Atletico Madrid. Now Atletico Madrid is like the little brother towards the Real Madrid. They they're basically like the Clippers, just like the Clippers. But you know what they like the Clippers? Cause they're on the rise. This past decade, their whole team got changed because they got this they got this coach and he revamped the the whole thing and they're really good. They're a top dog in Europe now. They're like the third best team in La Liga, aka the Spanish league. And you know, I have a favorite team in Liverpool, but that's in the English league. So like you know, you watch these other leagues and they're like, oh, well, my favorite team in the Spanish league is going to be Atletico Madrid because they're underdogs. You know, I love an underdog story. And shout out to the Kings. We're going to be, I'll get into them. But, um, and they're like rivals with Real Madrid. So I, I started falling in love with that team and I, they have, I like their players and everything. So me and Pablo have this little rivalry. So I can't wait to go to Spain one day and see Atletico beat Real Madrid. But here's the thing. So in the Champions League, um, you guys, know, the best team, Atletico went to the finals twice in this past decade. Twice, both versus both of those finals they made it to was versus Real Madrid. Two Spanish teams made it to the Champions League final, and Atletico Madrid lost both times. So he has Pablo has that word on me for a while. But we there will be a change. There will be a change. So as far as the Champions League this year. We're in the middle of round 16, but the dilemma was my two favorite teams played against each other. Favorite team from the Spanish League, Atletico Madrid. My favorite team from the English League, Liverpool. And Liverpool is the best team in the world, but surprisingly, and Atletico is kind of having a shaky season, but Atletico beat them. That's what I'm saying. Anything can happen in soccer. Atletico beat them. They upset. So they're on to the next round. So to be able to get to see that continue... Makes me super happy. So now that this all going on with the soccer leagues coming, you know, it's going to be with no fans, but it's, it's going to cool, be cool to watch during quarantine. And, you know, it's going to be cool to finish off the seasons and see what happens as a sports fan. So now the NBA starting to finally make moves, you know, hockey league also, but I'm not really keeping up with hockey right now. And they're talking about the play-in tournament. Now, I've been upset with some of these fucking... I've been watching these damn analysts on TV because they're making me mad. Because they keep talking about the Pelicans and Trailblazers. They're not talking about my fucking Kings, man. We have the same record as the Pelicans. And the only reason the Trailblazers have the ninth spot right now is because we haven't played against each other. Versus this, The Pelicans and the Kings haven't played against each other yet. Because we, we played one less game than them. Whoever won, won that game, the game that I was about to go to... Was going to put themselves two games behind Grizzlies and get that ninth seed and be a game ahead of the tenth, the tenth seed. Anyways, they're coming in with this play-in tournament. Um, the play-in tournament. So usually the ninth and the um thirteenth seed or the ninth and the twelfth seed is gonna go out in the play-in tournament. And I am excited for that. It's time for my team to put it on the line. Even during quarantine, even if they're playing in Orlando, they got they're gonna make the playoffs. I have full faith in my team to win this playoff play in tournament. We're gonna get that eight seed, and guess who gets to play with that eight seed? Get to play against the Los Angeles Lakers. If we get two wins versus there, two wins versus them, good things are gonna happen. Put it on that. Good things are gonna happen. 
And I have a lot of pride speaking about this team and going to the playoffs because last time the Kings been to the playoffs, man, was 2006. Do the math. How many years is that? 14. 14 painful years. Not even making the eighth seed. 14 years of not making the eighth seed, man. There's been some shit DGMs. 2007 through 2016 was a very tough time. But we're on the rise since 2017. Been getting better. Ever since we made those trades, we're back to the promise that we were on. And we have a top five bench right now. With Buddy Hill come off the bench. We have a top five bench player. Buddy Hill is nice. When he's able to just score. Fits in with the bench where you can be the main scorer way better. If we can win this playing tournament, I'm gonna be satisfied, man. It's good things coming. Alright. I also wanna get into this um oh. Also talk about the as also my kings, but let's talk about the king and NJ. Now the last dance documentary, man, I loved it. I loved every part of it. You know, I think it's cool that the OGs get to, you know, share their story and, you know, because they wasn't having, they didn't get to have the social media. So I feel like at that time, you had to really like catch it on the TV or even catch it on tape delay, you know. So, and with things not being in high def, like things look a little different, but to see more things in high def, it was, it was cool. It was cool. Now MJ was a bad motherfucker. It's a bad man. That was, man, it's a cold-blooded dude, like. He was a killer. He really, like, stuck his tongue out every time he was about to get a bucket. But there are everybody. There are a lot of great players, man. It's it's really hard to say who's like the greatest of all time. Obviously, you know Jordan's favorite, but you know you gotta think of Kareem, as well. I think he can. I think he can play in any era. Who's stopping that hook shot? You know, like, you can't stop that shot if he had something like that perfected. Him being seven two and be able to run the floor like that. And, yeah, that athletic, he dropped 38,000 points for nothing, doing nothing. So, he has six championships as well, six MVPs. He was dominant factor. Will Chamberlain is probably one of the strongest motherfuckers out. But, it, you know, it just goes from that time and era. Because it's, it's, it's all about adaption. So, like, if you throw, you know, I'm starting to, watching that documentary really put, put more respect on the OGs. Because you got to think about it at the time. So, like. You in the 60s, if you take your game from here and put in the 60s, who knows if it'll, obviously it'd probably be more effective, but the thing is at that time, the sport was brand new. There was no three-point line. The goal was literally to put the ball in the basket. So the philosophy at that time was to just get the biggest player and he can reach his arms closest to the basket. Like, then fundamentals started to develop and then, you know, you got people dunking now. A regular dunk was looked at as a amazing dunk back then. But now you got people doing windmill 360s and not even being impressed about it. So, like, I think it has to do with the technology and, you know, because, I mean, our generation, we have the luxury of YouTube, able to look up moves, see other hoopers like that. That time, you don't really see that. So, I think the impact and seeing everything he did during that time, you got to really respect the greatness. For him to come and leave and then come and win three more titles. Like, golly. Golly. Now, 
LeBron fans weren't happy seeing the, the documentary. Here's what I gotta say to LeBron fans. LeBron, here, 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 if you guys, if LeBron fans want everybody to know that LeBron's the GOAT. LeBron will become my GOAT. I don't even need six rings from LeBron. For him to become tied with MJ, I need one more ring from him. For him to, for me to say he's better than MJ, I need two more rings from, from LeBron. If you can get two rings on the Lakers, gotta just put your hands up. You just gotta tip your hat. He's a GOAT. But let his career finish first. Get the stats. Right now, he has a guy in Anthony Davis where he can really win a title. And in my opinion, he doesn't have the best team right now. He has a top four team. But I don't think his team is better than the Clippers or the Bucks. They have the best dynamic duo. Best team? No, they're really reliant on LeBron on offense this year. If LeBron's not setting them up, they're kind of useless. Kuzma's not going to be that main third guy. But LeBron, if he's putting, if he's playing 45 minutes a game, it's a high chance of them winning. You know, hopefully he's healthy. But as to LeBron fans, let his career finish first. We get he had the stats, but he needs to get, he needs to obtain his dominance as a winner in the NBA. Okay. Well, the Warriors are the Warriors. Okay. Okay, yes. 2015, 2018, he got, he, got, he got one of the greatest rings. I don't hold him accountable for losing in 2017, 2018. 2017, that was a good final series. Even though the Warriors won in game five, those were some good games. Cavs was damn near playing perfect. But they just needed one more piece. And if Kyrie didn't leave and they got one more piece, we could have been looking at a great showdown. But... LeBron had a chance to get four rings in Miami. He had a chance to get four. You know? People look at his 20, 2007 run. Alright, well, let me spread some light on that 2007 run. He was young. His team was kind of shit, as you could say, even though Larry Hughes was an other all-star. The run was kind of lucky towards him. You know? People have realized... That first round in 2007, they played against the Wizards. Gilbert Arenas was hurt. Antoine Jameson was their best player. Okay, you go through them. Then, next round, you play the New Jersey Nets. I think Vince Carter, one of Vince Carter or Jason Kidd was injured. And LeBron had a better cast around him than the Nets did that year. Then they go to the Pistons. Ben Wallace wasn't, wasn't playing that whole series. Would it have been different if Ben Wallace was there? Who knows? Then, you know, he got to the finals and shot 35%. He's carrying, but he's freaking young. Okay, so what I'm saying is he has his chance to solidify his legacy this year with the Lakers. If he can get two rings or even another ring, just got to tip the cat. But let his career finish first because the shit that MJ did, like, <laughs> that's greatness, bro. He won defensive player of the year MVP in one year. That's a my career shit, bro. The mentality and well, he just was able to like he never been to game seven in the finals. Like that's just crazy. But all respect to LeBron, man, having an MVP season. But who's really the MVP this year? And I don't want to make I don't want to make the LeBron fans mad. 
think LeBron has every reason to be an MVP. But, but, let's be honest. Now, how we're really labeling most valuable player? Are we going to give it LeBron because things he's doing offensively and because of his age? Or are we going to really look at the most valuable player? Now, here's how I look at Giannis. Giannis has more points than he did last year. Rebounds. He has five assists a game, but 13 rebounds, 29 points. But the thing is, he's also in the case for defensive player of the year. LeBron has AD for defense, but Giannis is doing that both. The whole defense is built around Giannis and, and it is built on it for him on offense. Literally, all you got to do is force somebody in the key, then Giannis is in the key. He's blocking everything. He's getting almost two blocks a game and almost two steals a game. So he's a defensive player. Like He's doing it on both ends of the floor, dominating it. Dominating so much where he doesn't even play the fourth quarter. Now, LeBron had his little revenge weekend, you know, took down the Clippers and the Bucks. Did his thing. And that's kind of how it ended off. But as far as MVP, you know, I think they're going to give it to LeBron. If LeBron gets it, that's not going to make me mad. I, I'm happy for LeBron he gets it. If I was to pick one, like, because of, you know, him being 35, I would give him um, MVP too. MVP too. But I think the most valuable player because of defense. Because in the same load of offense, but also defense. Because it has to be Giannis. But I have no problem with LeBron getting it this year. No problem with that. But to my Laker fans, my Kings are coming for you. And yeah, it was felt nice to be back talking on here again in the episode here. And as far as um episodes in the future, I'm going to be probably, it's saying that I have only like probably 49 minutes left on this. I'm probably going to start paying you know, it's saying like $10 a month. But if I'm going to start, you know, investing into this, if it's like $10 a month on like Spotify or something, I'm going to switch to Spotify. So I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do with this channel. I appreciate the support. Felt good to be back here again. And I hope you all are having a lovely day. And I hope you all have a good night whenever you listen to this. And peace.